Hello and welcome to the Beecast. My name is Amber Miller and I am here with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> I didn't do it. Um, I'm just not as good at it. it as you are, Monica. I know. Monica refrained, and then yeah, Sarah just in. And, just you know, didn't work. It just doesn't can't. work for me. I'm like, hey, y'all. <laughs> That's what you're required to say from now on. <laughs> um, so we here we are. We're doing the B-Cast, and we are in the middle of Be Well. We're at the end of Be Well. We're at the end of Be Well. Be Well That's is right. done. Almost. Mm-hmm. After One last in the next 28 right. minutes. In the next, right. <laughs> we better get going. Well, um, today, the last uh, session in Be Well is about being cheerful. And this one is just, I, I can't even wait. It's going to be so awesome. Monica, um, give us some of these verses. Talk about some of these verses that you've pulled for being cheerful. Well, um, you know, we talked about joy a couple weeks ago. And um, tis the season. So, you know, joy to the world. And now we've got good cheer, like tidings of good cheer, here we go. I suppose. I'm going to try to find another song that there we, we can use. I know. I mean, we're this. on a roll here. <laughs> but we are talking about cheerful. And um, I will say we might touch on being a cheerful giver later. But the, that since that's kind of the only verse that people really know about being cheerful right. is the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And so I have some other verses that we're going to be talking about today. Wonderful. Because that is giving out of cheer, which is the doing. And we're right. talking about being, yes. right. right? Okay, so I'm going to highlight two verses this week. The first one is First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And this is the message translation. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no, no matter what happens. This is the way God wants you who belong in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. to live. Which is a really powerful, like, cut to the chase yep. way yeah. statement. Like, yep. God wants you to live, you who belong in Christ Jesus, to be cheerful no matter what, to pray all the time, and to thank God no matter what happens. Mm. Um, and then the second one is Second Corinthians 13, 11 through 3, 13. And this is the message translation always. I mean, of the message translation <laughs> also. <laughs> like, this is all you will this use. This is always the message translation. Um, and it says, and that's about it, friends. Be cheerful. I Which, love that. I love that. And that's about that. it, just brought me so much cheer uh-huh. when I read that. And, like, could just imagine the writers being like, that's about it, y'all. Be cheerful. be cheerful. I mean, like, like that's I got it. nothing else Come for on. you. Yeah. Be cheerful. <laughs> this is it. I love it. It's awesome. So, um, you know, we struggled for, I struggled for a little bit trying to figure out, okay, are joyful and cheerful going to be way too similar? Mm -hmm. Are we going to need to combine these two? Are we, you know, are, are they really that different of things? And the more that I dug into joyful, I realized that cheerful is very different than joyful because we talked about joyful being a outward expression of an inward joy that comes from the spirit that comes from God. Um, but cheerful, um, is, is not exactly the same thing. So our modern definition of cheerful is feeling or showing happiness, feeling or showing you are willing to do something without complaining, causing good feelings or happiness. Um, and the origin of the word cheerful is literally full of cheer. Um, and its meaning is elevating the spirits, Love that. Elevating. which we just thought was so cool. Cause we're all about elevating the minds of women through inspiring words and refreshing truthfulness. And so being cheerful is elevating the spirits. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that great? Um, in the Hebrew, the word is yatab, which means be glad, be joyful, good, pleasant, agreeable. Yes. So like the joyful words, um, in the Hebrew meant shouting with joy, yeah. letting out a noise. The Hebrew word for cheerful is be cheerful, be glad. Like, yeah. so it is a being thing. It's a being thing. Um, so uh, there's a little bit of similarities between joyful and cheerful sure. a little bit, but, um, now we're about to get into some really distinct differences. 
Um, so we talked a couple weeks ago about how joyful always appears in the Bible for the most part in relation to an expression, shouts of joy, singing mm-hmm. with joy, yes. jumping for joy, joyful noise. But in the old Testament, um, cheerful almost always appears with the word heart. So the different verses will say a cheerful heart has a continual feast, mm-hmm. cultivate a cheerful heart. A cheerful heart is like good medicine. A cheerful heart fills the day with song. Wow. And so here's where the really cool stuff starts to happen. The Bible uses cheerful to describe the condition that our heart needs to be in. And every time it says cheerful heart, the word heart in the Hebrew is the exact same word, which is leb or leb (laughs) or or leb. I'm not really sure um, how to do that one. But that word means literally inner man, mind, will, heart, understanding. Mm. Mm. And we have been talking so much all these weeks about how the different words start with our mind, mind. and start with a choice. Mm. And so in cultivating a cheerful heart, it's really our inner man and our mind and our understanding that needs to be cheerful, so which I just wonderful. was like, thank you, Jesus. That's yep. just so awesome. Yes. Yeah. And he I think so consistent. God is, is so consistent. consistent. I yes. know. And that's been fun because we didn't know all these words were going to tie together. No, the way we have no been. clue. And that was just a total God thing. But even this goes back to what Tracy was talking about a couple of weeks ago about the choices of our feelings and, yes. Yes. um, you know, just how life can bring you so many different things and you can get caught up into t- times of depression and emotion and instability, but you have to go back to those choices mm-hmm. of, of what you're going to choose for your mind. And this is, it's telling you put cheerfulness in there. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool because like there's some other verses, um, like for instance, Proverbs fifteen thirty says, bright eyes and a cheerful expression bring joy to the heart and good news revives the spirit and renews health. Mm. So we see that a cheerful expression brings joy to the heart. Yeah. Um, Ecclesiastes eleven nine says, cultivate a cheerful heart every day you have youth. Like mm. every day that you're living, cultivate a cheerful heart. Yes. Um, Proverbs fifteen fifteen, a miserable heart means a miserable life. A cheerful heart fills the day with song. Mm. Like it's just And I love that it says I love going back to the first one that you said that um cheer cheerful heart brings joy. Yes. Like the cheer that's on the inside is yes. what leads to the expression, the joy on the outside. Yes. Absolutely. So it's just really cool that um, you know, it the Joyful is an expression, and thankfulness is like an act of obedience, mm-hmm. and cheer is a being. It's a being. State of being. It's, it's, it's a really it's a being. It's almost like a um, description of who you are. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, you know, of your, of your character yes. almost. Yes. Um, Proverbs 17.22, like I said um, in the message, it's translated, a cheerful disposition is good for your health. And one of the commentaries I read had said that a literal translation of that would be, a cheerful heart causes good healing. <laughs> which we talked about with Tracy yes. in Be Healthy is how our minds affect and our emotions affect our body and how our body affects our minds and emotions. That's exactly and right. And so it is just another confirmation of all, how all of that ties together. But, you know, studies have been done um, that, it, I think it was when I was researching thankfulness, it was either thankfulness or compassion, but studies have been done that showed that, that having those types of, of, of choices of behavior and thinking actually fight illness and that people had better health and lived longer that chose or who had those types of attributes. That's just that awesome. is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, they've done studies on that. And I think that right. goes back to the whole God thing. He knew that. Right. Yes. He knew it was medicine to the soul. He knew that it and was the body. to keep you young and healthy and fight 
those things that feed on, you know, they say stress, those stressors can yeah. cause even cancers. Like, you know, that is a really mm. big deal. Right. So re- outlook has such a big thing to play in our yeah. health. It absolutely does. Like being called silver, like that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I'm good start thing. Calling you it silver. Is. I know. Silver. I love that. Hi-ho, silver. Silver. Hi-ho away. <laughs> Amber doesn't know what that is. She's I've heard I've heard in history books that there was something called... <laughs> oh, kidding you. Dang, shoot me with a dagger. <laughs> By the way, did Monica and I tell you that we're 40? We're 40. We Amber's in her while. 20s. Oh. The Lone Ranger is who uh, that would be called. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, you know, the, the heart, like the Proverbs talks about that our heart is the wellspring of life. And so cultivating a cheerful heart yes. is the wellspring of having good health. Yes. Um, the one, the Gill's exposition of the Bible says about that verse and cheerfulness that it does the body good, not just milk. Cheerfulness does the body good. Um, it makes it healthful and vigorous. Cheerfulness of spirit has great influence upon the body and much contributes to the health and welfare of it, especially a heart full of spiritual joy, peace of conscience flowing from the blood of Christ, joy in the Holy Spirit, a rejoicing in Jesus and his righteousness and in the hope of, of the glory of God. A merry heart makes good medicine. It's good medicine of itself. It raises the spirits, invigorates the body, and fits fits the body for service and business. And so it's just it's just awesome to see that cheerfulness is like God's way of saying like be healthy. Yeah, it's God's way of saying be healthy. Yeah. Um. So some other cool things that I found was that in the New Testament there is a phrase used about eight times that is quote be of good cheer. So in the New Testament, there is a command, be of good cheer. Five of those times, the words be of good cheer are wrapped up in the same exact phrase, which in the Greek is tharseo, um, and it means be of good comfort, be of good courage, and be of good cheer. And those five times that tharseo was used, it was spoken directly by Jesus. Mm, mm. It was Jesus' lips directly that said, be of good cheer. Right. And... Um, it, that kind of just sounds like a command yeah. to me, you yeah. know, like be it still, is. very intentional, be of good cheer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that there's any way to, to refute that. No. Right. Absolutely. You know? And so it doesn't say, Hey, if you feel like it, have right. a cheerful heart. Right. You know, things are going well. And, and you think that, that you deserve to have a cheerful attitude, have a cheerful attitude. It doesn't say that. I say that to the kids sometimes. Like the Bible doesn't say, Hey, listen, if you're happy with your mom and dad and you're okay with the choices they're making, Hey, obey them. Or only respect them when you think they deserve it. Like, that's not what the Bible yeah. says. It says, do it. Right. Yeah. And so, you know what? We are his children, and he's saying, hey, I want you to have a cheerful attitude. I have a really hard time saying that word, cheerful che- attitude. Cheerful. <laughs> have a cheerful attitude. You know, well, I mean, that's overflowing out of his own mm-hmm. cheerful that's right. heart. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's Jesus saying, have a cheerful heart, because he has a cheerful heart. It's so hard to say. <laughs> cheerful, cheerful, cheerful. I don't cheerful. know what the problem is. It's the right. cheerful heart. It's the two together. That's right. Cheerful. The Bible tongue twisters. Um, so here's a couple examples of when be of good cheer is used. In Matthew 9, 2, um, the men help the paralytic man go to Jesus because they're hoping that he will get healing. And Jesus says to the paralytic, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. Mm. Which, you know, awesome. But if I was the dude, I'd be like, <laughs> right. okay, well, that's all well and good. But, like, I still can't walk yeah. and move and I'm paralyzed. Really? And what does that even mean? Right. Like, be of good cheer. My sins are forgiven. Like, that's not why I came. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> right. Um, but the Matthew Henry commentary of that verse says, And behold, they brought to him a sick man of the palsy lying on the bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the sick, said to the sick man, Be of good cheer, thy sins for, are forgiven thee. 
he goes on to say that they through they who through grace have some evidence of the forgiveness of their sins have reasons to be of good cheer. Whatever outward troubles or afflictions they are under, yes. mm. they are to be of good cheer. Yes. That is the whole I mean, and that's that the is whole the thing. whole point. Like yeah. Jesus is saying, your sins are forgiven. That's enough to be cheerful of. Yep. Like, doesn't matter if you're still sick. It yep. doesn't matter if you can't move. It doesn't matter if I, if you're not healed yet. You should be of good cheer because your sins are forgiven. And we're trying to make cheer a feeling thing. We we, we want to feel cheer because of our our situations and our circumstances, and that's mm-hmm. that's just not how it works. That's right. that's Satan's way of how it works. You know, like. You don't need to be cheerful unless everything's going great for you. And again, flip-flop, it's the cart before the horse. Cheerfulness does not come um, after our circumstances are okay. I would beg to differ that we would have a better outlook on our circumstances, even if they're bad, if we chose to have a cheerful heart. That's right. And you know what's so beautiful about all this is that Jesus told him to have a cheerful heart and forgave his sins, and then... Did bless him, and then he still he That's was right. healed and healed him. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, like God will always bless you, anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like you don't, right. but you can't be cheerful because of the blessing. That's he right. wants that first, right. right? You know. Yeah, and it really that's Jesus's way of saying. Be cheerful because of the right thing to be cheerful of. Don't be cheerful because of the temporary thing to be cheerful of. Because your healing is temporary. Because at some point you're going to heaven and, like, it, you would have been healed anyway. Right. So this healing on earth is temporary. Mm-hmm. But, like, your sins are forgiven. And that gives you this eternal life. Yeah. It's just, I, it's, it reminds me of my kids. Like, um, you know, you hear people say happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you go through bad times. Now, listen, you're going to go through bad times. That doesn't mean that you have to always be, you know, with a smile on your face. Right. There are going to be Absolutely. times that you're, you weep in that you feel sadness. But, you know, I would tell my kids all the time when they're young, like, your attitude is your choice. No one makes you have a bad attitude. No one makes you be happy yes. or sad. Mm-hmm. You choose happy or sad. Right. And with that choice comes consequences, positive or negative. Right. If you choose to have a good attitude, good things are going to happen. If you choose to have a bad attitude, bad things are going to happen. Yeah. God knows that. Right. Choose to be joyful. Choose to be cheerful. Live in that promise. And you're going to see good things are going to come to you. Things, things are going to happen. Even if it's just a perspective shift. Yes. yes. Well, it's a lifestyle. Happen. Jesus is saying, have a lifestyle of cheerfulness. Oh, I love that. That a are going to have moments of sadness sure. and depression and That's like right. seasons and dips, but don't have a lifestyle of negativity and critical yes. thinking with, with moments, moments of, of happiness. Oh, I love that. that. True joy or cheer. Yes. So are you going to have a lifestyle of cheer and joy or are you going to have a lifestyle of negativity? I love that. But each one is going to come with moments. Are they going to be moments of the good stuff or, you know, like it's just, you have to make that choice. And that's convicting. I mean, that's like, because, you know, you want to look back at your life and be like, which one was I, Mm -hmm. you know, which, which life was I living? The one with moments of happiness or the, you know what I mean? Or the one that lived a life of cheer and joy. Right. Because one day we all will look back and, you know, just like the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, the joyful woman. Mm-hmm. Was it? No, we have we talked about the joyful woman with Proverbs 31? We um, talked about, no, we haven't. Okay, so, but even with her, like, you know, people were drawn to her because yes. of her, her mere, um, just how she, her countenance. Countenance, You know, yeah. she was, she was easy to be around, mm-hmm. you know, and she gained the respect of others mm-hmm. because of that. And I think that we need to remember that. We want people to respect us. We want people to want to be around us. 
people don't want to be around negativity. They don't want to be around bitter. They don't mm-hmm. want to be around anxious and fear and negativity. And we want people to want to be around us, not for our, our own, like, wanting to be accepted, but so that they want to be, so that they're drawn to Jesus. That's I right. Mean, That's right. exactly right. That's what it's all about. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the image of God in and through us so that we are, we are a testimony and a light to this world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. be a testimony and a light if you are second up with, that's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in um, another example of Jesus saying, be of good cheers in Mark six fifty, the disciples are on the stormy sea and they're afraid and Jesus calls out to them, be of good cheer. It is I. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Which I'm sure is not what they wanted to hear. I'm sure they wanted to hear, be of good cheer. I'm calming it right now. Yeah, Just right. hold tight. Hold tight till the waves simmer. Right. You know, but he didn't say that. He said, it is I. Um, and the commentary again says this, and this is going to be a little bit harsh, so y'all just brace yourselves. <laughs> Wide your toes. <laughs> the, car- the commentary says, if Christ's disciples be not cheerful in a storm, it is their own fault. Christ mm. would have them be so. That mm. is great. You know, um, and that really just puts the responsibility on us again to have right. a lifestyle. It's our fault. It's our fault. It is. I mean... Mm. Which is just as convicting to me as it is to anybody else. But again, it's like having that lifestyle. Like this is no way, shape, or form is going to say that you're not going to have difficulty. You're not going to experience pain. You're not going to experience sadness. But it's a lifestyle of choosing cheerfulness, thankfulness, and joyfulness. A lifestyle of choosing to be well. Even in the midst of the storm. the storms. That's right. So um, it goes on to say that um, it is helpful to be cheerful for the Lord is for the body and has provided for it not only meat but medicine and here has told us that the best medicine is a merry heart he means a heart rejoicing in god and serving him with gladness and then taking the comfort of outward enjoyments and particularly that of pleasant conversation Mm -hmm. it is a great mercy that god gives us leave to be cheerful and cause to be cheerful especially if by his grace he gives us hearts to be cheerful Mm -hmm. wow that's cool so I just, I was really struck by how awesome the differences are between yeah. joyful and cheerful. It's so interesting. Yeah. I never, I mean, personally, I didn't know that. No, like, I, I kind of thought they were the, the same thing. I wouldn't have even separated them because I didn't know that. And when we originally chose these words um, and kind of started doing some research for them, I was like, okay, we're going to need to find some more for Be Well because, right. like, they're all kind of the same thing, right. but yet they're so not. Until you but they're not, it. and there's, yeah. I, and that's what's cool about doing your own research and getting into God's Word and doing your own research in it is there things are written differently enough for a reason because mm-hmm. our yes. language can't necessarily hold the different vernacular and, and fluctuations and intonations of the different words that's in the right. Hebrew and the Greek. Yeah, and so right. Right. there are really cool things like a cheerful heart. Like it just, that that has blown me away. That is amazing. Yeah. It's your, your, your countenance. Mm -hmm. And I love in this, um, this quote that you just have, it is a great mercy that God gives us, leaves us to be cheerful and cause to be cheerful, especially if by his grace, he gives us hearts to be cheerful because he, what it's saying is like, he's given us this heart and he gives you ways to be cheerful. So he's kind of like avenues there. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like giving you everything that you need to be cheerful but it's you and your mind and your perspective. Like, are you going to take hold of it? Right. That's exactly. You know, right. are you going to embrace this cheerful life or are you not? This is a ridiculous example and isn't going to make sense to anyone but me. So <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Unless there's one other weirdo out there that this <laughs> connects the dots to. But it's like, you know, with the kids, like I will give you all of the tools to be organized. I will give you all the bins and I will label yeah. them and I have pictures on them. And if you choose not to put them in there, that is your own stinking fault. Yes. yes. What else can I do? Yes. I yes. can't grab 
your hand and make it pick up a toy and put it in the right yes, basket. That's exactly right. There's an accountability right. there. There's an accountability there. Absolutely. Exactly right. And the Lord will hold us to it. Mm-hmm. Like the blessings in our life that we don't receive because we're not having a cheerful, cheerful heart. <laughs> told you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we won't, we'll miss out. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, there's an accountability to yeah. that. That's right. And he holds us to it. That's right. And, you know, Tracy was talking a couple of weeks ago about how one in three American women are on an antidepressant. That's right. Um, and I just wonder, and I absolutely know there are clinical medical reasons for it. So I am not in any way, shape or form saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, I wonder if we took the time and did the work to cultivate joy and thankfulness and cheerfulness, if the depression might ease up a little bit in our lives. And just, it's just something to think about. Like if, if your if your life, if your lifestyle is overarchingly down, you really need to yeah. go th- to God and cultivate this. That's yeah. part of what led me down this path because yeah. um, I got introduced to an environment where most of the people I was around were on antidepressants. And again, I don't, I don't have a problem with antidepressants. Mm-hmm. I know that there is real depression, and I know that there are real chemical imbalances. Mm-hmm. People do need help. I know that there are a lot of, um, you know, effects on us today, be it stressors or even just the food market that's out there that have affected us. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I do know that we serve a big God. Yes. And I just have to believe that God did not create us to be left with such unhappiness, worry, um, fear, anxiety, lack of cheerfulness, right. lack of thankfulness, mm-hmm. lack of all of those things. And I, you know, the church today, it's so awesome, but when's the last time that you heard sermons on how to be, you know, we're living in the ways that we ought not to be because that's what the cultural norm is. And that's my, that was my whole thing. Like, God, there's gotta be more. And it was my own walk. There's gotta be more to this life than my critical way of seeing everybody, than my critical way of seeing myself. Like I gotta be set free of this. And I will say this, it's not easy. Again, we keep talking about it's your choice. And you mm-hmm. do have to change the way you think. You have to change. You have to do those muscle um, exercises, yes. and you have to be willing to look at yourself and be honest with yourself. But just like a friend of mine that's going through the the B podcast with me, and she's working really hard at doing a lot of the practical applications. And she called me the other day and said, "Hey, I'm doing all of the um, from content, doing the the um, or." Was it the content? Honest, maybe. The honest, maybe. Yes, yeah. about who you are. Yes. Um, the B words. Yes. And mm-hmm. she was just like, is this right? And she'd start rattling them off. And they're all very, you know, I'm I'm anxious. I'm fearful. I'm, you know, this. I'm that. And she's like, gosh, that just sounds so horrible. And I said, but you know what? That's because that's truly how you see yourself. And you probably are living in some of those ways because we've given into that. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, now that you can see it. And call it what it is. You can identify it and be aware of it and see where you need to um, elevate. Yeah. You need to transform. You need to morph. You know what um, just struck me from as a biblical example of this is Naomi. Mm -hmm. And when she lost her Mm -hmm. sons and her husband, she made a choice to live a lifestyle of negativity by changing her name. Mm -hmm. And she changed it to bitter. Yeah. And um, so, like, she made that choice to cultivate the bitterness by even changing her name. And we do that so often subtly. Subtly. Like, we change our names all the time to be those negative things. Until one day you look in the mirror and go, who are you? Exactly. What happened and how did I get here? Exactly. Wow. That's a really good point. 
Um, so we've got a couple of practical applications that might kind of help kickstart a cultivation. So like this is by no means like the end all be all of it because especially the first one, um, which I have called fake it till you make it. And now listen, I'm not saying don't be real and I'm not right. saying don't be honest. Be fake. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying don't admit struggles that you're going to, but here's the thing. The voice translation of Proverbs 1530 says, bright eyes and a cheerful expression bring joy to the heart. Mm. And so maybe, just maybe, if you start out with a cheerful smile, even when you don't Mm -hmm. feel like it, and just choose joy and choose cheer on your face, literally on your face, your heart will start to catch up to it and start to beat to that drum. You just see like women across the country, like closing their eyes, taking a breath and smiling. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a smile. (laughs) Laugh to keep from crying. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. wouldn't you love to be known as someone with a cheerful countenance? I mean, a glow? yes. You know, we talked about writing your, your epitaph, right? Mm-hmm. How do you want to be remembered? Those are those words yes. I want to be remembered for. Absolutely. I do. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's what I want my daughter to say of me. Mm-hmm. That's what I want my son to say of me. Yeah. And cheerful has nothing to do with, like, having white straight teeth or, no. like, perfectly, like, lip-glossed lips. It's just, it's a it's the inner countenance. Like, we've talked about the inner beauty the that inner comes beauty. out on our faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's the first one. And then the second one is um, just we need to remember who it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jesus said to the disciples, be of good cheer. It is I. And I think a lot of times we're on our own stormy sea and we're in our circumstances yeah. and we forget that it is Jesus yeah. and that he is there. And, you know, regardless of whether or not the sea calms, he's there and he's saying, be of good cheer. It is I. And like, do we really need more than Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we don't, like that no. really is all that we need. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we just, if we would pause in the middle of that chaotic storm that we're living in, whatever it may be. Mm. And we just remember it is him. Yep. It is yeah. him. He's I think there. that that exercise will help retrain our brains. I totally agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. The great mm. I am. Yeah. It's all about focusing on him as opposed to focusing on your problems. That's again, right. About perspective. Yeah. That's I, so true. I heard a podcast from uh, this preacher and the name of the sermon that he was preaching was called reframing the sun. And I actually wrote a a post about it, and it was um, because it came to me, of course, like at the perfect time in my life where I really needed to hear it. I was not being cheerful. Um, (laughs) and But it was all about, like, you know, holding a frame up to the sun. Like, you can fit the sun, this giant, huge ball of fire, into the size of this little, you know. A frame. Picture frame. Yeah. But that's not because it's small. It's because of your perspective of it. It's because you're far away from it. And whatever you bring close to your face, whatever you draw near to is going to be bigger to you. And, you know, he was saying, like, draw near to Jesus. Let Mm. that be what fills your perspective. Yeah. You know, don't hold up your problems. Hold them so close to your face that you can't see anything else. Like, That's awesome. Put them behind, you know, Jesus and put Jesus in front of them. And then that'll fill your peripheral, you know. That's That's awesome. awesome. Um, So... Do we have anything else for practical application? I mean, are we... Well, just, you know, if we want to um, touch on real quickly the cheerful giving thing, you know. Yes, it is, oh, yeah. It is the holidays. Is. And, um, you know, just really kind of think about... Uh, a lot of giving really does happen at Christmas time, and it comes from, you know, just the, the season and wanting to be helpful, but just really making sure that it's with a cheerful heart right. and not out of a sense of obligation. Yes. Well, Sarah had some, we had talked about this earlier, and Sarah says something that I thought was really good. It actually struck me, like, I might just do this. Um, like, instead of giving someone, like, a $20 gift card because you feel like you the have right to, to give do. them something, 
go get a cheap bag of their favorite candy and give them that. Like, give yeah. them something that it says, like, I know you and I love you right. and I want you to have something. And I something. remembered this about I, you. That's yes. right. As opposed to, like, hey, here's a gift card. You know, I have to get you something. It's not just about a gift card swap. It's about finding out something about the other person that they enjoy. It's a way of showing love. Yes. Giving is a way of showing love. And the way that you do it is the testimony behind it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just keep that in mind. It's not about dollar amounts. It's not about, exactly. you know, the the sermon you always hear about the Lord loveth the cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? He does love a cheerful giver. Right. Because he's a cheerful giver. Yes. He is. And Absolutely. we're supposed to be that same way because through our gifts... How we give those gifts will be the biggest testament, yeah. not the gift itself. It doesn't right. mean breaking the bank. That's right. That's it's not the what cheerful giver it. means. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean like, you know, selling your house yeah. and so that you can have Christmas gifts. It means right. like just giving to people yeah. with a They're cheerful heart. They're blessings. Honor. You're giving yeah. blessings. Yeah, I love that. That yeah. was good. Okay, guys. Well, um, I'm going to pray us out. Okay. And we'll be done for today. Awesome. Um, Father, just thank you so much for the holidays. Thank you for what they mean. And um, and thank you for providing us with hearts that are capable of cheer. Um, Father, I pray that you would help us to constantly remain in this state of being, this cheerful heart state of being, as opposed to um, some sort of negative, focused on our problems kind of state of being. We're in one or the other, and um, I just ask, Lord, that you would help us to to see the positive in everything that's around us and uh, more than anything to hold you close and focus on you. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.